This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the wheat and grain markets for Wednesday, February 14th. Well, grain markets yesterday were pretty mixed. We had Chicago and Kansas City holding their own, basically just trading in a sideways choppy type of pattern. But Minneapolis breaking down into new lows, closing down about 10 cents. Corn chopped around, but basically unchanged, and soybeans were down about six cents, but they are still holding the lows that they've had here over the last four or five sessions. So we see the grain markets kind of looking for direction, all going their own ways. The U.S. dollar has been sharply higher ever since the, the CPI report came out showing inflation was a little hotter than the trade expected. That certainly leans toward the Fed not lowering interest rates anytime soon, for sure. It's unlikely that they would raise rates but the assumption that there would be five to six rates ahead over the next few months is pretty much off the table. So that has pushed the dollar sharply higher. Of course, the stock market responded. It's down over 700 at one point during the day. It's settling down about 500. A clear indication that the, the market is making a significant shift in its outlook. So we expect that uh, the dollar will stay strong. That's going to continue to lean on the grain markets, especially wheat, where there's so much competition already out there. The Black Sea has plenty of wheat. They're just selling it left and right. It doesn't matter what the cost is, and it doesn't matter in particular for Ukraine, which has to compensate for higher uh, transportation costs, and their FOB offers just continue to drop and drop along with Russia. Russia is trying to establish a floor price, but that doesn't really mean much when the FOB offers are already below that new floor price. The European Union starting to see their ending stocks ratchet upwards because of the slowness of their wheat exports, and that, of course, is competition from the Black Sea. So it's just a, a real slog for the United States to compete in the wheat market. Now, we had those major sales of wheat to China here a couple months ago, that program, that loading program, has started to kick in. And that's why we see Chicago performing so much better than the other markets. And I would imagine that that will continue at least for the short term. Now, this morning, the wheat markets are under quite a bit of pressure. We're down about 14, 15 cents across the board. And uh, the dollar is higher again. That's part of the pressure. But we're also seeing Russian wheat production estimates start to ratchet up for 2024. So VCON putting out an estimate of uh, 93.6 million tons. That's up 1.4 million over what their previous estimate was. So it's just it's just looking like another boomer year for Russian wheat production. It's still early. You know, they had some pretty cold weather on exposed wheat. So we could see more winter kill than we typically do. But that doesn't seem to be part of this projection. So time will tell on that. Speaking of Russia and Ukraine, Ukraine uh, reporting that it sank another Russian landing vessel yesterday. According to reports, they've taken out like one third of Russia's landing fleet. So this is a big deal. They're not having a lot of success on the battlefield, but they are definitely making progress on on water. Now this ship was sank on the southern coast of Crimea. So it's nice to see them have some success, but still the war seems to be really just a slog. And uh, they're not having all that great a success on the battlefield. Russia just keeps coming at them. Um, they're struggling 
not only on the battlefield in the war, but they're also now struggling with their grain exports over land into the Eastern European countries. And we've talked about this quite a bit, but this has been a struggle for them, and they're trying to generate as much revenue as possible. But the slowness now of getting grain shipped over land you know, Poland is actually blocking the border crossings. There's so much pushback among the European countries about Ukrainian grain entering their countries because a lot of the times it doesn't leave the country. And Poland is at further risk that anything that gets rejected at the ports gets pushed back into Poland. It doesn't go back to Ukraine. So there's increasing risk there. There's increasing anger and pushback among the farmers. They're blocking roads. They're circling uh, political buildings. They're definitely having their voices heard. So the EU is going to have to do something here. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what. But And it's not just Ukraine grain. It's environmental regulations, price support. So there's all kinds of complaints that, that producers are airing their grievances about. So, you know, planting season is just around the corner. France had a big drop in winter wheat plantings because of too much rain. They've got more acres available this spring. So something's going to have to be resolved before the uh, the planting season begins, one, one would think. In South America, weather has improved significantly for both Argentina and Brazil. The Brazilian soy harvest is moving along, but it's worth noting that soybean yields have been less than expected since the beginning of harvest. Quite often at the very beginning of harvest, yields are below average, below expectations. This has continued to be an issue for them. So while the Brazilian government has lowered soybean production estimate by a pretty big chunk this month, USDA barely took it down. So the the difference between CONAB out of Brazil and USDA is growing wider and wider as far as soybean production estimates. The same thing is going on for uh, corn production for Brazil. So USDA is still way higher than the private guys and the Brazilian government. And at some point, that's going to have to be reconciled. But I think I would lean toward the Brazilian government being more correct. And uh, at some point, USDA is going to have to take that those numbers down. In the meantime, Thursday and Friday, we've got the USDA Ag Outlook Forum. They're going to talk about what their expectations are for plantings, yields, production for the all crops. And so the market will be eagerly waiting for those numbers here over these next couple days. In the meantime, it looks like wheat is going to break out of this trading range to the downside. And we'll eventually see some new lows here over the, the, the spike low from a couple months ago. Kansas City, Minneapolis are already doing that so I, I think Chicago is just a matter of time before it starts to, to break down as well. That's normally the case this time of year, but usually first you get some kind of a rally into early February, and that just didn't happen. With all the competition out there, it just was not, uh, just we just couldn't get that upward momentum going. So the market was flat in Chicago, and now it looks like we're starting to get in line with that seasonal pattern which is lower into late Feb, early March. And it does appear that that's happening. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This is Ben Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.